0: he made famous people don't care what you do they care why he also goes on to explain that people's decision part of the brain is separate from the logical part of the brain the emotional part that's how people make decisions it's separate from the logical part of the brain so that's why it's so important in this case in this scene for the ad agency to focus on the sentimental the emotional the connection there because that's how people are drawn to something Welcome to episode 24 of the 20-digit scene review podcast. I'm your co-host David and as always I have my co-pilot in crime here. <laughs> hello, hello. <laughs> All right, Alex. So um, uh, what we have here today is a pretty exciting episode. Uh, mm-hmm. Alex, when I saw yours, you had only told me maybe two hours before the episode usually i like to have a little more time just because you know i want a bit to collect my thoughts and and maybe jot a couple notes down because maybe i've seen the scene but it's been a long time or i don't know the scene at all so i kind of need some time but when you when you when i when you you gave me the clip wow uh yeah there is no need for (laughs) any sort of introduction um so that, that, was pleasant. that was a pleasant surprise. But for what I have mm-hmm. for you today, um, because we're on an even episode, and uh, what we do typically every week is we review a scene each, and I start on the even episodes, I have picked a scene from Mad Men, and it is the infamous Don Draper pitch Kodak carousel scene. Now, unlike any of the other scenes I have picked before, I have actually not seen Mad Men. I have not seen the episode where this scene takes place. However, uh, it is probably a sin. One of my many (laughs) sins for not having seen Mad Men. It is probably one of the best TV shows uh, rated highly. And from the things I've read from the actors that have come out of that show, uh, the scenes that I've I've taken a look at, um, unbelievable stuff. Like the acting, the writing is just unreal. So let's just take you through, let's take through the scene in question here. And uh, Mad Men is about an ad agency. And Don Draper is the main character, played by Jon Hamm. And in this particular scene, he takes us through and he's presenting, t- actually, he's presenting to uh, a potential client, Kodak. And they are looking for an ad agency to do uh, a pitch for their carousel slide projector. And, you know, this obviously takes in the, takes place in the 1960s. So uh, a different time period. But what's wonderful about this scene is that the same fundamental basics of ad development, of marketing, um, the human element of things is certainly not outdated and it works really well even today. And, and so in this particular scene, uh, he talks about, um, technology because he was prompted actually by the client. You know, we know it's a bit tough to work uh, the wheel into the ad and how we, you know, it's kind of boring and, but it's kind of cool technology. So how do we run with that? And, and then this one hits home for me in many ways, just because uh, I've had the opportunity to work in the professional sphere a little bit on, on marketing and ads a little bit. And <clears throat> the human emotional aspect of that creative process is exactly what really connects people to whatever you're, the message, the product, the service, what have you, you're trying to do. And so this this one spoke directly to me. Um, and it's it's probably one of the best scenes, uh, at least in the YouTube comments that I was looking at, and much of the feedback online is this is probably one of the best scenes in all of TV. Like it was a lot of people are raving about this one. It's just the way that the the scene is written, how he takes you through the slideshow, um, and instead of pitching technology, the speeds and feeds, um, you know the the bits and bytes. It's not about the what, it's about the why. And of course, that was made famous by Simon Sinek. And in this case, he does that. He talks about the sentimental aspect of it. And in this case, he takes his own pictures of his family life and does it in reverse order back from, I guess, when the kids are born, back uh, before they're born, and then to his wedding. And so what's interesting about this scene is emotionally, there's two things happening right here. First of all, the pitch is unbelievable. Like the way it's written, the way it's presented, uh, it's it's unreal. But uh, the other level to this is obvious, uh, from a Don Draper character's perspective, Perspective, he does not have a successful family life at all. Uh, he has a, he's a failing marriage. Um, and what's interesting is that he's, he's using this sort of fictional family, his own pictures, to shed uh, and cover a, a happy sort of period, when in fact it's not. And so that's what's really interesting about this scene is how that is juxtaposed i guess a little bit between how he's presenting it in, in a sort of happy light <clears throat> so i'm going to stop there i get uh, some comments here from alex mm. just to uh, get his thoughts on this um I have a number of things to talk about even on the soundtrack but i'll i'll leave that for later i wanted okay. to get alex to interject here get his
1: yeah um that's that's good a little bit of uh, backstory or our knowledge or context on on his life did not know that about the character, and so that I guess it injects a, a little more spice or or amps it up a little bit the the impact. But yeah, I- impressive scene. Um, I think literally the, after I watched it, I was speechless. Even my, in my mind, mm-hmm. I was speechless as to, wow, that just really hits. That, that, <laughs> yeah. that really works, and you know, so it's great how. Just describing what happened here a little bit, but the, the ad agency comes in and takes the client's kind of initial thoughts or initial right. suggestion or or put what they wanted to do, and but it boldly suggests something else and and powerfully shows why it's better. Or just it's just it's just a super powerful uh, pitch and the, the way uh, um, it was delivered with the oh yeah his delivery was unbelievable and yeah. then the pause, and then yeah. the words, yeah. and the slide. So he's not ripping pause. through it. He's yeah,
0: he's going through it, and he he it's, does the perfect story yeah. too. Like it, it, any presentation, you, you 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 know, I used to work you know with a Greek guy, and you know he always told me the the most important thing is la 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 is new, right? And but he <laughs> says the other aspect is nostalgia, which using the story mechanism just really draws people in. There's a reason for you to listen there is something you're going to and so the you know, people are naturally at the edge of your seat uh, and it's interesting that your observation was one of wonders too even though you had you were missing the context of his family and his life and mm-hmm. so that added dimension i'm sure just kind of takes it to another level but um it's it's so powerful on its own even that you know it, it, it still hits yeah. home emotional exactly
1: is... just it was just so good how they um, the ad agency would would uh, conceive of of taking what's a fairly technical product in the 60s mm-hmm. but but tying in the the, the humanness the, right. the non-technicalness of it the psychology the 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 emotion the, the again the memory the nostalgia all those keywords and it was right. it was just really good um, I my finger in my nose just a little bit because it's hard for me to escape being a, a word nerd. So I looked up the etymology on nostalgia. So nostos, <laughs> breaking it up to two parts, nostos meaning homecoming and the algia part, the suffix referring to pain. So it's literally homecoming yeah.
0: pain. <laughs> <That's>, it, it's <laughs> Which a is what brilliant. He alluded to that, in the scene, it's yeah. just a, a wonderful breakdown of the word because yeah. to th- not, not only how he breaks it down in terms of the literal Greek meaning, but the way you research it here. Wow, and, and you know mm-hmm. how he says um, nostalgia is powerful, more powerful than a memory alone. It, it, it th- that's so true, right? Yeah, y- yeah. Y- y- you think of it that way too, and it, um, you know, and the, and the way he describes it too is like it's a twinge in your heart. Um, mm-hmm. It's delicate but potent, is what he says, and that, that that's so true. It's it's so yeah, delicate, absolutely, and it's so right. Potent. And
1: yeah. in terms of human. Study the psychology, the uh, or even we might say sociology or anthropology, like just how um, it latches on to how humans—they don't always think logically, rationally, by the numbers, by the book. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they'll they'll do something like like uh, you know have an affection for a product or purchase a product on other for other reasons. Right. And as far as the business is concerned, the bottom line—it still moves their needles. So whether we For approach sure. from one angle or another, right? And so, really good. One uh, little bit of um, trivia I, I found is apparently nostalgia was originally a, a military medical diagnosis. <laughs> oh, interesting! <laughs> I it. That's yeah. So it's even as early as the eighteen hundreds, where they would be talking about soldiers. You know, uh, two hundred out of out of two thousand were are diagnosed with a nostalgia (laughs) as if it were like a psychological condition (laughs)
0: and and, you know people use it to their advantage i mean we last week's episode you talked about uh we talked about karate kid and we also Uh kind of yeah uh, it's the season four of cobra kai has come out and it's totally Uh just playing to the nostalgia of of us our our age group but then also it simultaneously targets the new audience because it's kind of new and fresh and it works so it's it has that Double double whammy of of, um, of effectiveness. <clears throat> now, to your point yeah. about business decisions and so forth, I made reference to Simon Sinek, and I'll probably add it in the notes. He made famous the um, "is not people don't care what you do; they care why." And he, I'll, I'll include, include that clip in there. It's pretty famous, but it's it's very very powerful. And he also goes on to explain that people's capa- decision making decision part of the brain is separate from the logical part of the brain which is why it's so important to focus on um, it's the emotional part that that people make decisions that's how people make decisions it's separate from the logical part of the brain Mm. so that's why it's so important um, in this case in this scene for the ad agency to focus on the sentimental the emotional the connection there because that's how people you know, are drawn to something. If you, if you talk about, you know, this carousel has, you know, X amount, as I said before, speeds and feeds and all the technical specs and everything else, and no one cares. Like there's, there's, <laughs> it's a missing element in that. So uh, there's, there's certainly a lot of interesting psycho- psychological elements in here as well uh, which is again the other reason why I picked it because um, at every level it's, it's, it's so deep and so complex. <clears throat> and then the the last part i would like to add before i forget is just the soundtrack though it, it is the, the way it just enters in is perfect timing the choice of music as well there's a sense of wonder as he's going through the memories and the slides and then it mm-hmm. just kind of as you know it crescendos into the end like it just it's very subtle but it works perfectly and then you know at the end of the slideshow everything stops and you know, I love the mic drop too at the end when the guy says, Well, good luck in your uh, in your next interview. <laughs> because yeah, basically, yeah. you know, these guys are 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 receiving pitches from, you know, other competing ad agencies and this oh, guy's see, see. so the, so basically this guy's basically saying, Yeah, good luck with your other with your ad agencies because I don't think anyone's gonna be better than us, right? <laughs> so it's <laughs> good. Yeah, yeah. that's good. So anyway, yeah, those
1: I, those two uh the uh, the clients they they portrayed it well of the just the shock and awe of, <laughs> wow what were we just given that was just uh, amazing
0: <laughs> yeah and just you know how smooth he just you know just kind of introduced the product you know it's uh-huh. not a spaceship it's a carousel <laughs> and then he just right, right gets into it and just kind of smoothly adeptly just kind of drops in the uh, oh here's the kodak mm-hmm. carousel at the end of it right so mm-hmm. i thought that was one of the smoothest moves i've ever seen <laughs> And, yeah, uh, well done. It was well yeah. done. Anyway, I think um, we've talked a, a good chunk there about that. Um, thanks for okay. your thoughts. What do you have for us this week?
1: All right. This <laughs> week, my pick is from Predator in the 1987 movie. Uh, I have a pair of scenes. Uh, That's against the rules, uh, by
0: the way. But you know what? I, I said, <laughs> you know what? I don't care because... Yeah. Yeah. I'll let you go, go, go yeah, for
1: Yeah, <laughs> I figured there was some continuity to it, so we'll get into the detail here. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, 1987 film. So the context here, for those somehow if you've never heard of this film or haven't seen it, team of commandos, okay, they're on a rescue mission um, to try to find survivors of a downed chopper, a helicopter in South American jungle. So South American jungle, that's the the overall context or the, the physical locale of the of the film. And then one by one, they just start getting picked off by this mysterious <laughs> killer. They're killed, and, and 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 this killer is never actually really fully witnessed by the ones who are left alive in the team. So one by one, through movies progressing, people are like dying or getting killed, and and it, the the film reveals that. <laughs> it's an alien with uh invisibility technologies what's going on and also infrared vision so armed with this uh extra tech that the that the poor commandos don't have they just they don't stand a chance and they're all <laughs> killed by this frighteningly effective predator all but the last one <laughs> named dutch played by arnold schwarzenegger what a name
0: eh? Uh, i love that name <laughs> it's like it just rolls off the tongue so easily but it's it's the perfect alpha male kind of <laughs> name, Dutch. Dutch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and so this character, he too, he has, he has no ideas how exactly to, to escape or beat this, this hunter. And so this leads to to the my scene here that I picked. So uh, quick alert here, just as a, this is a major spoiler. This is pretty much the crux of the whole movie. <laughs> so if you care about that, then go watch it first. So Dutch makes a, a fortuitous discovery at this point. Um, He's, he's tired, he's out of weapons, out of ammo, out of ideas. He's swimming across a small lake and he arrives at the, at the muddy shore of a lake, exhausted. And he just collapses his belly down, face first in the mud uh, at, on the shoreline, trying to get some rest uh, and pick, uh, decide about his next move. Um, but his respite is short lived as the predator suddenly appears coming towards him from out of the water that he was just swimming in, so he looks behind, he's like and he has nothing, so he just clambers and crawls away trying to escape. He has nothing left to do but just try to hide among some fallen trees and some undergrowth. The predator approaches and he gets close, and Dutch just gets ready to accept his fate of of in his doom. But the, the predator just looks left and right and somehow is right in front of him doesn't see him what's going on eventually just just leaves and then Dutch realizes well oh, it's the mud yeah. that, that I just crawled through that has effectively acted as camouflage against the infrared of this alien <laughs> and so finally the main character armed with something anything that he can use against this uh his uh, antagonist, he, he finally, he pre- begins preparing traps and weapons and then he lights a torch and in a raw, <laughs> primal, almost animalistic way, just gives out this long, loud roar. I
0: had and a friend that, uh <laughs> that battle cry is, uh, he says, you know what? Hey Dave, hey Dave, what do you think <laughs> is my best line of Predator? And, and it's funny because, well, there are a lot of funny lines in Predator, right? There's a lot of them, right? <laughs> but he always does that one where you just,
1: <laughs>
0: it's always the battle cry, man. It's the best okay. line. And it's just, it's, I, I what you picked here, it, 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 it just, it's so ingrained in my brain. Like that scene where he's like clamoring on the, under, under the growth, like with the mud all yeah. around. And I remember as a kid watching that, I was just so like, what is he going to do? Like, what's he going to do? <laughs> right. And I will, always remember that sort of innocent sort of realization that oh my god he he's camouflaged you he can't see him in the mud it, it's just it's that it's just that yeah, epic it's just so <laughs> epic and, and as a kid it was like oh my god the predator's coming like you know it's, it's it wasn't a horror movie but the experience i still remember it for the very first time it was it was terrifying right because <laughs> you thought at that point he he escaped because he, he had fallen in the water and it, and, and went into the waterfall, and he was exhausted. And in, in most cases, that that's how you dodge the enemy, right? Like he, he's right. gone, right? But then, and you're like, oh my god. <laughs> so it, this is this is vivid. Like this one, this <laughs> this one's ingrained in my brain. And then, uh, you know, the preparation for the battle, the one-on-one battle. I mean, that's you talk about 1980s pre-battle scenes this has got to be up there too i mean we did a we did a scene review on episode three on aliens remember the elevator scene and mm-hmm. it's very yeah. similar sort of style right and uh yeah it, it's got to be right up <laughs> there and that war cry at the end yeah. So yep.
1: epic. Sending out a challenge to the, oh, to the yeah. predator. Like just the one-on-one battle, like uh, heavyweights going at it. And and, and, and
0: you yeah, what's beautiful about it too is like, you know, this guy's tech as you said, he's techno technologically advanced, he's got infrared vision, he's got missile, you know, lasers, and he's he <laughs> goes up in the trees, he's he's way faster, stronger, everything. But Dutch uses old school Boy Scout techniques. To take him down. He's sharpening his knives. He's he's gotten all mud. pitting himself in mud. He's setting bear traps. Like he's, <laughs> yep, he's going yep, yep. he's going old school to take him down, which is just so bad. <laughs> yeah, that's a yep. bad move. Like <laughs> epic yeah, on another level. So yeah, I think you talk to anyone our age that's that's male. Like this, <laughs> this is this is I I call this a classic. I, yeah, I remember yeah. I, it, it's a classic and my my wife just shakes her head every time <laughs> I tell her it's a classic movie it's it's a classic she says you're an idiot <laughs> 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 But, but it is a classic. I don't know what else yeah. to say.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm on your side on that one. It's just it's just a great script idea, and then well executed for the '80s, right? If you come bring this into like the 2010s or something, you expect different stuff. But the CG and the SFX were just beginning to get good in film around this this decade, right? And it just this scene was such a great turning point in the film, as you as you mm-hmm. said, because you're. I mean, spoiler alert, but the audience is right there with the character, with with the team, with the with the commando team, going from just desperation all the way up to this point in the film. They had they had no answers, right? Yeah. Everyone's just dying, dumb. desperate, helpless, hopeless. But turn here, pivot, <laughs> major pivot point, and then eventually just ultimate triumph. It's like, oh, sure. yeah, the, the humans, yeah. we did it.
0: <laughs> yeah, he, he he decided You know what? I am not running, man. I am going down. I am going down with a fight, and it's. One on one, let's go, you know. Let's yeah. go, <laughs> right? <laughs> you may be better, but I'm gonna take you down, and I'm gonna take you down. I got no weapons, but I'm gonna go Boy Scout. I'm gonna go old school on you, and I'm gonna yeah, yeah, yeah. out clever yeah. you, <laughs> <laughs> out clever, <laughs> out brain you. <laughs> and of course, we had Alan, uh, uh, well, Mr. Sebasti, I think it was the the soundtrack who did. Um, Back to the Future as well as Contact. So, also an, another great uh, piece. And I just love that. You know, that, 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 that. It's just, it's just wonderful, wonderful use of orchestra to announce the Predator and um, and even the lead up in that scene. I don't know if you paid attention to it. It's just, it's so epic. And since on the topic of music, I will add in the notes. Um, the Predator musical, which was a, just a complete piece of genius, someone on the internet <laughs> created a musical. Uh, I don't it, it, as you, as a as a hacker musician, these guys should win a medal. Like honestly, whoever or <laughs> these people, whoever composed this is just unbelievable, it, and it, it it deserves an Oscar on its own. Is the way I look at it. Yeah, <laughs> nice, <laughs> so, great pick uh alex all the same and um Mm -hmm. really appreciate you uh bringing this one and uh i I can't believe i hadn't thought of it too (laughs) so yeah you and
1: i like over the years we've always made a fun of you know various scenes in this thing like come on kill me kill me now (laughs) (laughs) right i always remember you talking about those lines (laughs) oh
0: man it is a classic uh, oh man. okay well i guess that wraps up this episode we could just continue talking like this all night and that would be a problem i know uh, we probably have the drop off rate go pretty quick but uh, thanks everyone for joining thanks everyone for uh again tuning in if there are any suggestions for scenes that you and i at that alex and i that you would like alex and i to review we would be happy to just drop us an email and we mm-hmm. will do that and it uh, looks like we have a couple guests guest and scene recommendations Alex coming up so that, that'll be a bit of a change of roof for us and uh something yeah. uh change of pace too which will be fun to hear a different voice so looking forward to that
1: yes definitely looking forward to that it's going to be fun and exciting so to all our listeners uh stick with the ride it's, it's gonna it's gonna be fun hope to see you guys
0: when those cool. come out thanks so much everyone take care
1: all right bye-bye Thanks for listening. You can email us at scenereview at 20digit.com and find us on YouTube by searching for 20 Digit Productions. And we're 20 Digit on Twitter and Instagram. Note that our website and all our online IDs are spelled with numbers 20 D-I-G-I-T. Thanks for listening to the 20-digit scene review podcast.